you for joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my esteemed colleague, my partner in crime. Really the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Dalala. Phil, it's Eric in the afternoon. Silly. Time We're getting to, goofy. Time to get silly. <laughs> the You know, the way the OTA schedule, you know, the media portion of it, it stacks up. We have to record in the afternoon. It's true. We got to know what happened. Um, yeah. And so things get a little bit crazy. But we're here now. We're here now. And we should mention that Ben Swanson is also, he's here. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking news here inside the podcast studio. Fan favorite Ben Swanson. Fan favorite. Yeah. A lot of Bens today. There's a part of the, yeah, Ben Powers. Yeah. And then Ben Swanson. He was asked, Phil, why he didn't go back to Baltimore. Couldn't afford him. Couldn't afford him. That's kind of why Swanson is here because... The Saints couldn't afford him. <laughs> yeah, that's the true. Broncos could the trade him. fell through. Yeah. yeah they were like, they you want how much him. money? Yeah. You got to have uh, Broncos money to get. One of the rare Swanson. times I would have to re- restructure my contract to make it bigger. We're going to restructure. Swanson. And it's been raining outside a little bit. So we were surprised that you showed up. I don't. A flannel. <laughs> Yeah, where, are you wearing a flannel undershirt or something? <laughs> be nice and Where's warm. Where's a flannel? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be sweaty. Yeah. Oh, that would be sweaty. <laughs> this is not flannel. Not good. Since. Yeah. No. Oh, well, we should talk about what we're going to talk about on the show. Let's do we'll it. We'll talk about what we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah. You know, if that makes any sense. We'll talk about that. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it. Um, we heard from both uh, Pat Sertan II. Again. A- again. And Justin Simmons today. Yep. Talk about this secondary coming together. Those are two nice players. Defensive backs. A couple of nice players right there. Um, they are nice. Uh, they're nice guys. Yeah. And nice, like, play, like they're good. Oh, yeah. Also yeah, that. they're good. Also that. We'll talk about some of the things that they had to say. You know, the uh, Justin Simmons talked about how, how does an OTA practice feel under Sean Payton? So we are going. We are currently talking about what we're going to talk. We're going to talk about about them talking, talking about something. They talked, and we talk about talked, them talking. We're going to talk about what they talked about. Right now, we're talking about what we're going to talk we're about. We're going to talk talking. about. Yeah, got it. Okay. And we that just talked. We just talked about that. that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> it's like infinity. It goes to infinity. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, the limit infinity. Okay. So we'll talk about uh, them. You know, describing a Sean Payton practice, what's the vibe like out there? How Justin feel, Simmons is feeling? You know, he's been through a lot of head coaches around here. Does he still get sort of those juices, that ex- excitement going a little bit? You know, uh, and then also Pat Sertan. He was asked, "Hey, what do you think about these lists of the top corners out there?" You know, hey, PFF thinks Sauce Gardner is the number one corner. You Who? know, Who? Cares. Uh, <laughs> Did I do that you right? You just learned that. Yeah, you that just right? learned that. Yeah. Just learned that. I think PFF had uh, Sertan at fourth. Huh? So he was asked, hey, do you care about that kind of stuff? What do you think he said? Uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, what do you, yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Sean Payton was asked about Greg Dulcich. Who? Greg Dulcich. Cares. That was pretty good. He could be a, a joker type of player. Not to be confused Nicola? with Nikola Jokic. Oh. Not to oh. be confused. Yeah. But uh, he said, hey, he's got some uh, skills, some traits that you get excited about. Yeah. 
What does that mean? In what short is Greg going to Yeah. The other day, he walked through a cafeteria, no shirt on. We were like, oh. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> the, all the other players, shirts on. <laughs> all such no Was the hair just like flowing in the wind? Flying, yeah. Well, He's got like a. This is why you come to, to this podcast. A, What's going on in the cafeteria? You, where else would you hear that information? I don't know. Nowhere. I, I think there's Nowhere a reason else. for that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Swanson was there. He's like, why does Dulcich not have a shirt Swanson on? I was took like, his shirt off. Dulcich, yeah. <laughs> he took his uh, flannels off. <laughs> Multiple. So yeah, are you wearing a flannel world? undershirt? <laughs> yeah. It caught their attention. Just, nobody was paying attention to Dulcich. Everybody was like, what? Yeah. What is Wild happening? Is that, a, a, <laughs> that small child put his shirt back on? <laughs> Take your kid to work today. <laughs> Did he put his shirt back on? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Off the rails all over. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> we're talk about table Anything nonsense. else we want to talk about? I think that those are the two big Ooh. things. Yeah. You'll probably do something about the Nuggets. Well, all, everybody was talking about the Nuggets today. Everybody. Everybody's talking who's about going, who's, who's not going, going what sort of hat are you wearing? Have you texted Michael Malone at all? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Patrick got him his number. Yep. So, PR uh, guru Patrick Smythe? PR guru, yeah. Were those unfamiliar? Everybody's familiar, I think. What about... Sean loves bringing what up What about Patrick. Jay Prez Bronk? You think he's familiar? <laughs> yeah, he definitely knows. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That is yeah. Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. You just, you just never know. You don't know. You know it could be anybody. That's the internet. You know, that's the internet. So, yeah, maybe we'll talk a little nuggets at the end, too. What the heck? Yeah. We're excited. They've taken over the city. They've, yeah. You drive around the city, there's pop-ups there's all pirated over merchandise the place. Yeah, everywhere. there's merchandise oh. everywhere. Like, this is not regulated. Gas stations, convenience store parking lots. If you stop at a red light, you can pick up a, a Jamal Murray T-shirt if you want. You know what is the difference Whatever between a gas want. station and a convenience store? Those kind of go hand in hand, right? Well, a Seven Eleven is like a convenience store, but a lot of those not a sponsor. A lot, no, could be if they wanted to. I think a lot. Of, <laughs> I think but Conoco is a sponsor, right? You could go to a Conoco and get some nice gasoline. Yeah, they the day after to have a Broncos a, win, a convenience store there too. But some places, it's just a convenience store. Rare. It's rare. But they're there. They're there. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah, they're there. Yeah. So yeah, you go down to the bodega. Yep. The Buckies. You could get a. Uh, you can get a Bruce Brown T-shirt. You never heard of that, Swanson? I've no. heard of it. I don't. I don't think they have those here. No, they certainly don't. Is that an uh, Southern thing? It's a Texas thing. Texas. Oh, yeah. got it. Got it. No free pub. We. No. Of our motto. <laughs> Plenty of free pub right yeah. now. <laughs> so we'll talk about that a little bit. How's that? That's a nice show, I think. I like it. Eric, uh, a lot of people like to get involved in the show, you know? It's silly, it's goofy, it's fun. They want to join in on the fun. That's why Swanson's here. It's part. It's all, you <laughs> know, it's a party. Here. That's why Swanson's here. So he I don't want to listen to a waiter. He commented, <laughs> he commented enough times that we were like, just, just, just come in the show. Uh, yeah. Um, how do, uh, I mean, other than Swanson being in studio, how do other people get involved? Yeah, a lot of ways, Phil. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me. 707 you can, Neutral? You could leave an email at Neutral. Don't take oh, my... sorry. Sorry. Well, you paused there. Part. I was like... Sometimes I like to do a pause. Maybe I thought maybe it was an all-firing up there. I mean, today, um, our head coach, Sean Payton, he took a pause. He was interrupted by a reporter. Who was it? Who interrupted him? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, you don't remember. I do not recall. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sean said, well, I appreciate the question. I'm going to answer this other question. But I'm, I was I'm just about to, I'm about to tell a story <laughs> here. Asked. It's story time. Yeah. He, gets, he has a good story. He stories. gets going. He has good stories. But, uh, so I was just taking a pause. Uh, you could leave an email at neutralzoneshow at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail at 707neutral. You could tweet at us directly on Twitter, at Eric Delala with an A, at Phil Milani with a PH. Non-traditional. At Cardboard. Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> ben Verbroncos. Ben Verbroncos. Yeah. What happens there? Maybe I'll reply. Yeah. Not at, much. Maybe you, saw, much. Maybe you were at the park and you saw a nice mallard and you wanted to take a picture. <laughs> you said that to Ben Verbroncos. I would like that. That would be nice. That Mike be Mallardy nice. was a former special <laughs> teams former assistant. Teams assistant yeah. A Colorado guy, through and through. Oh, yeah? Yeah, long tradition here of, of the Mallory family. Oh. Yeah. I said Mallardy. Sorry, Mallardy. Yeah, my apologies. That's okay. Um, at Broncos Filmalani on Instagram. Yeah, you could go there. <laughs> you you could go, go to my Instagram page. Yeah, it's there. blowing Official. up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the so. <laughs> you call it Insta or IG? What do you oh, do? I think do IG. Know? I think I say Insta. Oh. Hit me on Insta. Okay. You got a Finsta or no? No. no. Swanson, you got a Finsta? No. Well, I don't even know what that is. That's teens have like a Finsta, which stands for fake Instagram. Oh. And they post photos fake. of themselves like being silly. That kind of sounds like Finna. Like. No, different. different doesn't really. Different <laughs> yeah, sounds. It sounds like it, though. A little bit. Like if you said it fast. <laughs> Finsta. Oh, I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that where you learned the who cares? I don't think who? You did. That was from our friend Ike. Ike, yeah. That's our friend. Or, Phil, you could go to the Broncos' official YouTube page, watch the video, I'm leave glad a you comment. Brought that up. I'm glad you brought it We'll read them right here on the air. Tom Bosley. Ooh, new commenter? Nothing against you boys, but I'm glad <laughs> Sean is taking the no phones approach right now during practices. How does he know about that? That is exactly what this team needs. He is exactly what this team needs. I agree, Tom. He is what this no, team needs. No phones. I don't know how you know about that, Tom. We talked about it. Yeah. I don't, re- sure. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, we said no phones. Sometimes I just say things. I, well, but that time you happen to be correct. <laughs> XOXO, Mr. X, and Dr. Science. That's their, uh, that's their name. That's a great handle. You guys are goofy <laughs> and make the show fun. Happy birthday, Swanson. Uh, Good insight so far. I'm curious on our upcoming season. Hope we can stop losing to the Raiders. Let's ride. Have a blessed week. You never know. I don't know what that last part means. <laughs> I think it sounded like a threat. Like, yeah, it? like I might die. Have a blessed <laughs> You never blessed, know. Have a blessed week because you, you never know. know. You just never know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. It could all this could all come crashing down during this sure. podcast. Brandon Walker, our friend Brandon. Of course, from Iowa. What's up, fellas? Hey. <laughs> uh, he says, thank you for keeping. That is how he says. It. He goes, hey, fellas. That's what he said. It's, that's is that true. Not true? <laughs> he says, you do it like, <laughs> like from Bridesmaids. <laughs> That is, just, <laughs> that's a really funny scene. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fellas. That's all we you can, can say. You can't really that's say anything can say. more than that. Yeah. Go, you should, people should look it up. Yeah, that's a funny bridesmaid scene. Thank you for, uh, all for keeping me updated with all things Broncos while I was in Canada fishing. What? Like a Quinn Miners situation, oh, I think, yeah. maybe. Wow. Brandon, where were you fishing? Up in Canada. Were you at an island somewhere? Oh, fishing. Yeah. 
Dominic Cavazos. IT department's not going to be happy about Dominic that. Cavazos. Fishing, yeah. PH, non traditional spelling there. <laughs> um, McManus included y'all in his thank you page. He would have been nothing without Eric, Phil, Ben, or Sydney. <laughs> I love our fans. They're so good. Thanks, Dominic. Swanson, you were in that? That was a nice. Oh. Of course, if you are unfamiliar, Brandon McManus put out a nice thank you page. He was released by the team. You should mention that. Yeah, he's now with the Jaguars. True. That's what you have to say. And he put out a nice little advertisement. Nice little thing. Thanking a lot of the staff. Many staff members. Many, many staff members, including all of us. I would have been a little bit perturbed if I wasn't in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Would you? What would you have done about it? Would I think I just would have been sad inside. Would you have gone after him? Yeah, I would have said, Brandon, does that uh, that story I did with you about the Masters Par 3 tournament three years ago, does that mean nothing to you? <laughs> That's true. But it guess it meant something. But it meant something, yeah. Your friend um, Chris Hall is also, also mentioned. There. Yeah. yeah, I texted him. How many people listening to this podcast do you think remember Chris Hall? Everybody. <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> Dedication. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I don't um, think YouTube wasn't invented yet. <laughs> I don't think so. I know, yeah. Uh, Panorama Black, great coverage, boys. Thank you. Cindy H. Yes, Phil, remember the Titans. That's a good movie. We talked about our favorite football movies. I remember movies that last part. Week. I don't know if you remember that. Um, J. Prez Bronk. Here we go. Patrick, thank you. <laughs> Outside of the division, which game do you guys think is the most important? Oh. Outside of the division. Which game do you think is the most important? Um, this is. Right, should we answer it? Yeah, you can answer it. This isn't going to be like a, a popular pick, but I, I feel that Green Bay Packers game at home. Ooh, that could be a nice one. I I feel like that's. It feels like a must win because you play. You play the Chiefs, then you play, or excuse me, the Jets, then the Chiefs, then the Packers at home, and then you play the Chiefs again. That's a really tough stretch. You play the Bills right after the bye there. So you can't afford to just go on a good teams that make the playoffs. Don't go on four-game losing streaks. Correct. Uh, we've talked about that a lot. And <laughs> we, we, yeah, we've had plenty of practice. <laughs> we've talked about it. Uh, and so I think to avoid um, – and not, I'm not saying that the Broncos are definitely going to lose those other games, but those are tough, tough games yeah. among the toughest on your schedule. And so to be able to get a home win and just kind of come out of that stretch with something yeah. seems feels important. I look at the schedule and I think, can you get to the bye at like four and four maybe? If you yeah. want to do that, that feels like one you probably need to get, especially to get against it. a younger quarterback. So yeah. I'd pick that one. I kind of th- keep thinking about that Miami game. Mm. Not in terms of, like, it's a must-win, but more of, like, that's going to be a good measuring stick just to see, like, where this team is yeah, early sure. in the season. Um, it would be a big win if you go down there and oh win that Oh, my gosh, one. it would be big. Vic, Bradley, yeah. McDaniel. Yeah. What do you think about McDaniel? Ooh, you kind of got to do what... What Pat did. Yeah, that's what... And so, Simmons. Yep, exactly. You got to... Lie. <laughs> His fans there... Are Heat fans. Yeah, so. for those unfamiliar, he was asked, because he's a Colorado native, does he want the Nuggets or Heat to win? And he said, the Nuggets can wait another year. Yeah. I don't think he really feels that way. Well, but he's, he's, a he's friends with right? Spo now, so. Oh, you think so? You think that's they texted? That's what he said. Oh. He said he spent some time with him. Ooh. Interesting. Patrick got him his number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beach Bum 63. 
can always this count is, on the bums. T- this is attempt number two. Oh, I, I must have skipped over it last time. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking, why don't the Broncos have the South Park Riders do the schedule release next year? The South Park Riders. Mm. I think they've been busy with Casa Bonita. You think so? Yeah, they're getting that. Casa Bonita is about to uh, reopen here. I don't wow. know if you've been paying I didn't, attention. I did yeah. think I saw that somewhere. Yeah, there's, there will be uh, the divers, you know. People are interested in, in you know, what the food is going to be like, you know. They're, they've been busy with that. They've been busy. You know? So a uh, couple of other ones here. Uh, Patrick Colborn. Drink every time they pronounce hooves differently. <laughs> hooves. You'd be in bad We're shape. Talking about You'd be in bad shape. LMAO. Love the show, guys. Um, he says, buck them up. Mm, can you read that? I, well, mm-hmm. You did. I just did. I don't know. I think it's fine. I think so, yeah. Bucky. Yeah. That's why we were talking about hooves last time. Yep. Hoofs. Swanson? Sure. Whatever. Uh, what We were talking about jersey numbers, too. ERS Rocky says, what was Vaughn's number before he had the famous 58? 40. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what he wears now, too, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, was that like a trivia question, or he's curious? No, I think he, I, well, I think that he was just wondering. Yeah, 40. He wore 40 at A&M, right? And then yeah. wore it one year here? No, he never no. wore 40. He didn't wear it here. No, just 58 here. I thought when he, like, first got here, did he wear it in the preseason? Not that I recall. No, he did not. He never wore 40 here. I thought when he v- first got here, preseason. I've seen a photo of him That's wearing sure. 40 in Broncos gear. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know about this. I don't know what goes on upstairs with you sometimes. You know, it's like a scary. Let's in fact check and find that photo. <laughs> you find that photo, please. And I see some off-season uh, rookie camp stuff where he's wearing 58. So I don't know how he Ooh, would change his number yeah, to 40 maybe, and then back. Maybe uh, maybe it's just something crazy. Uh, Jay Prez Bronk also commented and said, getting silly with Philly needs to be a segment. <laughs> getting silly with Philly. I like that. That could be yeah. nice. Oh, oh finally oh, a content piece. Oh, I found it. It's probably been photoshopped. How do you know it's real? I don't think so. What is that from? Yeah, who knows? What this is from is. the Panini rookie premiere. He wore forty. Yeah, but that's not so. his actual in his number. Ru- in his rookie card, he's wearing forty. Find me the photo. Find YouTube, me that photo. YouTube people see it. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube. Uh, I don't know if we have the rights to that photo. You can get it for like ten dollars. Sorry for yelling. Did you go yeah. to eBay already? I knew I was right. All right. Well, I think that those are all the comments. Thank you very much for uh, all of those. You're welcome. I don't think. But you think you could doctor an image? Yeah, of course I do. What? I mean, <laughs> how easy it was not his actual number? It. Huh? it was not his actual number. Yeah, he too. wore it. That too, no. So if Marvin Mims is an 83 when the season starts, you can say he was never 83. It wasn't Did even Vaughn his number in at practice? practice. He wore it on the rookie card. Show me the photo, the original photo of the photo that's in the rookie card. That's what I want. Does that make sense? What? This is the, the original photo. The the photo that you you held up a photo of him wearing forty on a practice field, right? I think it's uh yeah this this thing yeah yeah find that photo. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I want the original image. Who okay. took that photo? It says you don't Ben know. Swanson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not true. Photo rights. Photo rights. Okay, well, are you are you over that or no? No, I won't be. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our first topic. I mean, you're like, is there proof? And I'm like, yeah, here. And you're like, that's not proof. <laughs> That could be AI. Who knows? That's true, yeah. AI goes back further than you remember. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into our first topic here, talking about this Broncos secondary. Uh, It's week two of OTAs, and we heard from Justin Simmons today. We heard from Pat Sertan again today. Again. And, uh, you know, I think it's easy to get excited about the potential for this secondary, Eric. And uh, they talked about a lot of different things. Let's start out with what... Justin Simmons, he was asked to describe what a Sean Payton practice right now looks like, and he said educational. Yeah. What, what, how would you describe what you've seen out there? Yeah, I mean, Sean's very involved and uh, hands-on and instructive. I think we've seen different approaches over the years, right, as we've gone through different head coaches. I believe it was Vic Fangio who, if a rep was messed up, he wasn't into the, hey, do it again. He was into, okay, go to the next rep. We've got limited time here. Keep it going. We're going to run as many plays as we can, and then Mm -hmm. we'll go look at the film, and we'll correct it. This, it seems like with Sean, is different in that he, uh, you know, if he sees something, he's going to coach you up. He's going to call it out. I've seen a couple times from up on the hill where where we watch practice, him walking over to the wide receivers and saying, hey, you know, do this or do that, um, or on this route, here's what you need to do. Those things, I think, are helpful when you, in the moment, can then register, okay, this is the play he's talking about. I remember exactly what happened. Now I'm able to make this correction as opposed to a few hours later. You know, you're still seeing it, and I'm sure it still sinks in to some degree, but having that immediate feedback is probably helpful, and it sounds like um, that's happening both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, according to what Justin is talking about. Yeah. And it seems like everything is, like, at a pretty rapid pace, too. You know, like, when they change, like, periods or whatever, they're into the next thing, like, really quickly. Like, there's just not a lot of wasted time out there. And I would say just in general, when you talk to Sean Payton, he's got sort of a teacher sort of quality to the cadence of and the way he talks, you know. Like, you're, it's like he's trying to explain something to you always. And so uh, that's good for a head coach, I guess. Like, you know, I kind of talk to you. Yeah, what's where am I? Yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> I do. I mean, I do think we. I can't remember who. Um, it must have been Peter King, right? Who told you at one point that he learned more about football from Sean Payton than anybody? Yeah. And uh, you know, you look back at the press conferences on Thursday. I thought that I, I was thinking of that Peter King quote as yeah. I was standing there because he was asked about, "Hey, how does Damari Mathis? Um, what sort of challenge does he face when Pat Sertan is so good? Yep. And Sean said, well, there's, you know, that's more of a problem in man than it is in zone. And in third zone, down. we can yeah. roll a, a, a safety over and play cloud coverage. Or, yeah, on third down, then you've really got to be a little bit more aggressive. I mean, those sorts of things you kind of inherently know about the game, but hearing him explain them, um, you know, he makes it very digestible easy. Yeah. and yeah, easy to understand. Um, he talked about that. I mean, we're going to talk about – Greg Dulcich later, but he talked about the way to use Greg Dulcich the same way. I mean, you you stand there and you feel like you're getting smarter about the sport of football 
when you listen to Sean, and I'd imagine it's the same thing both in the film room and on the field. And Sean was even asked about, like, hey, how are the guys picking up things? Like, what's going on? And he was like, look, we're doing a lot of installation right now. But if there's something that, like, Russ likes the way uh, it's been described previously, he's like, then us as a coaching staff will learn that, and then we'll just use that because he's already familiar with it. So, like, there's a little bit of give and take there. And, yeah, just – it's got to be hard for some of these guys, you know, just to like continuously learn and like adapt to a new head coach, a new system to a new, whatever they're doing. Um, but at the end of the day, I guess it's still football. Right. So you just got to learn. Yeah. There's still that, that element of it, yeah. but uh, to have somebody who can, can teach it and, um, you know, make it digestible and understandable and those sorts of things is important. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he talked about that. Justin Simmons did a little bit. And then he also just talked about uh, the importance of having some continuity here with the secondary. Of course, uh, Christian Parker, uh, the uh, secondary coach, is um, one of two coaches that were retained by Sean Payton. Uh, Kareem Jackson is back. Um, So this secondary uh, with Damari Mathis, uh, it's still what we saw last year yeah you could return all the all the starters uh depending on what happens there um at safety at corner um opposite Pat Sertan but it's possible that if all four all five with K1 Williams are the same starters back there you have Christian Parker um you know they're they're it's a good group that is obviously has individual talent but I think plays well together don't have a lot of mental breakdowns um It'll be interesting to see how they transition to what Vance Joseph wants to do. Obviously, I don't know how much I'd mess with a good thing, but um, we've heard Pat Sertan talk about if I had the opportunity to play a little bit more zone, could maybe have more interceptions um, as opposed to he's just so good at man coverage and press man that he'll look too good. Well, he ruins the route, and so it's never going to get thrown over there. And so you know, if you play a little bit of zone, maybe there's an opportunity there. Um, in terms of how they go about embracing the Vance Joseph system, it was interesting hearing Justin talk about, hey, Vance is a lot more involved now than he was as a head coach. I think Justin said he's talked to him more in the last few weeks than he did in two years yeah. when Vance was the head coach. And that just has to do with the responsibilities you have and what you're able to do and how much time you can devote. But obviously, I think you want Vance Joseph to know hey, how do our best players feel about this? And how does this highlight the strengths of our best players? Yeah. And so the fact that he's having these conversations with a Simmons, with a Sertan, that, that's important. Yeah. And I think what Sertan was talking about, just uh, finding out ways to make more plays, you know, like putting him in situations that he, he can do that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And just I think that um, maybe more than any other position group, it's important to have – some continuity there just because they feed off of each other so much, you know, and there's like, it's kind of like the offensive line of the defense, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you have, if you have like a significant error, the play's over. Yeah. So I guess that in in some way it is that way. When like the chemistry along the offensive line really matters. Hey, can you count on the the guy next to you to be doing the same right thing? Yeah. Kind of the same thing in the secondary. Yeah. Blowing, blowing assignments uh, just ruined the entire yeah. play. So, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Just having those, hey, I'm sure that Justin and Kareem and, like, even with Caden now that he's been been around a while, just uh, some of those, like, even just, like, a head nod or, like, a, hey, you see this, right? Yeah, okay, we know what we're doing here. 
um, is important. And even Justin was asked about, hey, what's it like being a safety there in the center of the field when you have a guy like Sertan out there and just how much easier it makes everything. So those guys playing with each other for a long time here makes that a better unit. Yeah, no doubt about it. And you, you see these guys spend a ton of time together. Yeah. Um, you know, Sean Payton was talking earlier today about what makes the Nuggets a good team, and he was talking about uh, one, unselfish stars, but also, hey, it looks like these guys spend a lot of time together yeah. off the court, enjoy being around each other. When you're at a Broncos practice for years now, like when they're doing kind of a special teams period or maybe the younger guys are getting some work, like Kareem, Justin, Pat, those guys are hanging out, K1, they're hanging out yeah. like in the same area on the side of the field sometimes with a Christian Parker you know, I'm sure whether they're chatting about football or not, developing that chemistry that translates to the field. And we've seen like uh, K. Jack and Justin Simmons like at Nuggets games together. Yeah. Like I think they hang out, you know, with each other. They're kind of like us. Off, yeah, we're like courtside. Yep. Like, like yeah. later, like uh, somebody were like, "Hey, are you guys going to the Nuggets game tonight?" And we're like, "Yes, of course we of are." Of course. Yeah. Hey, are you guys going to the Nuggets game tonight? Yeah, we're gonna be courtside. Oh, okay, well, that's where all of us are going. I like your hat. Yeah. Oh, you're not wearing a hat. Why, why didn't you get a hat? Finals hat? Look at my hat. <laughs> I think Phil's waiting for the next hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, game one winner. Hat. One game you at a time. Hat after each more. game? I don't think they do that. No, okay. Yeah, it says like <laughs> I mean, one zero on the side. Yeah. Yeah, is that? would be kind of cool. That would be kind of yeah. cool. You could collect all of them. You know, that would be kind of cool. Game three L. You collect that one or no? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Do the Nuggets that lose? I don't think they lose anymore. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, what Sean Payton was asked, hey, are you going to the game? He's like, yeah, some of my college buddies are here. We're all going to go. Yeah, that's great. But yeah. But it was interesting. He said, we've, we all played quarterback. Do you think that that's like different generations of quarterbacks? I mean, it, well, he's called them like, college. Like, you think Tony Romo is coming in or no? Yeah. Jimmy G coming in? He's like, yeah, my, some of my college buddies. I took that to mean like people he went to college with. Got it. But he That's said they all too. played quarterback. So like you think it's that quarterback room? Have you seen a college football team? <laughs> they have like 17 <laughs> guys, right? Yeah, yeah. There are 300 players on a college football team. Yeah. That's true. Northwestern played eight quarterbacks last year. <laughs> They're all just hanging out. So that's what you meant. That's what you thought. I suspect it's like maybe a couple of guys are a little bit older. Got it. But like Some still younger. in college together. God, they were there all together. All together. Yeah. At one moment of, in time. At one moment. Yeah. That's nice. Frozen forever. The last thing to talk Friendship. about. <laughs> forever, yeah. Immortalized. Never, never to be forgotten. You know, you can, you can live all different parts of the country, but what they can never take away is the memories. That's right. You know, that's forever. There's a lot of ships in the sea, Phil. That's true. What happens if what they pass each other at night? <laughs> oh, you don't see it. You what about the best? Miss. The best ships are friendships, though. That that also is true. Yeah. yeah. A lot of ship references. I wonder why that is. Mm. You know, sayings. You know. Uh, anyway, the last thing to talk about with the secondary here is uh, about Pat Sertan and where his game can go. How can he take? Is there another step for him to take? Maybe, maybe a half step. I don't know what you – when you're all pro, what are you even supposed to do? You're just like, I – Do it again, it. I think, is part that of it. That was it. Yeah, so what? what is that – what can he do? And then also, the it's time – this time of year, it's time for rankings. Everybody's like, oh, here's my position rankings. 
for whatever reason, wide receiver and cornerback seem to be like the position where you're like, here's my rankings. Well, I don't, think, I don't think you have to be very like, um, like, you don't have to know a lot about football. You can just be like, that guy does cool things. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You mean like the like, like wide receivers? Like it'd be hard to be for me to be like, here are my top 10 guards. That's true. Where does so Sean values guards according to Ben Powers? Yeah, where does Ben Powers rank? Top two. Yeah. Him and Quinn. Yep. They're right up there. So what do you think about Pat, where where he can improve? And then also uh he says he doesn't care about those rankings, but I feel like maybe he does. <laughs> You're like, but I don't believe but him. I, yeah, I don't believe him. <laughs> um, well, one, I do think there's value in just doing it again, right? Of course. The same thing, improving that this is not a one-off situation or, like, Pat's not going to have – I would be surprised if this is his last first-team All-Pro, obviously, just yeah. how early is in his career. But there is a difference between, like, every other season or every three seasons being that guy and doing it every year. And I don't expect that he's going to be a first-team All-Pro every single year, but um, – you know, this is a guy that we've talked about have Hall of Fame potential. Yeah, you got to get four or five of those first team All Pros, and so can he can he stack another one? I mean, that would be oh. really impressive to me. I do think at some point in his career, and who knows if it's this year, I think the offense and the team need to be good for this to happen. But he's certainly got the talent to be in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation. Yep, he would need more interceptions. I don't think you need ten per se, but you probably need. I, I, more than five, certainly. Uh, what, Justin had six last year? Yeah. That was tied for the lead in the league. Yes. Um, so maybe if he led the league. If he led the league in interceptions, enough. was a lockdown guy, um, the team was good, then it's possible. I mean, he. I think Peter King at the halfway point of the season had him third. Mentioned, yeah. And so um, you also – sacks are a little bit of a, like a, a trendier stat. You probably need some of these guys to not go crazy. Yeah. Um, but that, to me, is where I see his next step in terms of what he can do. And a lot of it is just, if, if you just said Pat has another first-team All-Pro season, I'd sign up for that right now, obviously. That's, yeah. a, that's a great year. Um, in terms of where he ranks, Phil, I, you know, for whatever reason, Sauce has become... He's become like that hot name that hot everybody's name. like, he's number one. And I, I don't know if it's because he wore a cheese head or just because, you know, he did make some big plays. That's a flash. Let's not, uh, not discount that. Yeah, but, of course. He's um, really good. The fact he did as a rookie, did it in New York, um, obviously helped and he's a good player. I do think he got away with some Ooh, potential pass interference Ooh, calls like that one against yeah. Cortland. Yeah. Against the Jets, that probably should have been a penalty. I think there was one other one, maybe, maybe when they beat the Bills. I think he was yeah. uh, holding digs or um, Gabriel. What's huh. his name? Everybody holds Gabe. a little, you know. Uh, but Except, you, of course, Pat. You're probably ta- <laughs> right. You're probably talking about Pat as a a top three guy at worst. Yeah. Well, he, here's what PFF had. They had Sauce Gardner, Jalen Ramsey, which he's been toward the top for a long time. Yep. Darius Slay is three. Sertan, four. Jair Alexander, five. Stephon Gilmore, six. Marshawn Lattimore, seven. Trayvon Diggs, eight. J.C. Horn, nine. And Jamel Dean, ten. Is it Who? Jamel? Yeah, I don't know that one. I don't know. He plays for the Buccaneers. Harris. That was good. Got him. That was good. <laughs> Let's be clear. While you were reading that list, Swanson had to turn his microphone off to, to yawn. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a boring uh, list. That, that, <laughs> yeah. Who's 11 through 22? They don't yeah, have it. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it. I just did 10. 
A lot like, of lists for some reason go to ten. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Who knows why? Yeah, who knows why? But Sertana uh, four seems that seems uh, off. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's what do you value, right? Like um, those first three guys seemingly make like bigger plays in terms of interceptions. Yeah, but uh, that's there's more to the game than that. You've got to be a good football player and be consistent. Yeah, I don't know how you watch. And certainly, Sertan got all the all the recognition last year. Like it's not like he got what's he important, was, not yeah. the list. Um, but I I don't see how you're how you could look at Sertan and not be like that's the guy. Yeah, exactly. And and Champagne was asked about him today. He was like, look, you look at the physical school uh, uh, traits that he has. That's like what you want. Did I say? Did I do a silly? <laughs> Swanson just made a funny face. Oh, what did I do? <laughs> the physical traits. Sorry, yeah, I into. Physical school. I tried to say skills. I, it wasn't. It was a combination of things. There. Talked about the physical traits he has. He said that's what you want. Yep. Then you add the skills that uh, that he has, and he, he is an elite cornerback. Is essentially what. He is the physical skills, and then you add the skills. And then the regular skills. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of skills there. Perfect. It's nice. Do you think he has a particular set of skills? Yeah, and he'll find, he'll find you. He'll find them all. If you're all. a wide receiver, he'll find he'll you. He'll find you, yeah. And he will take he'll you. He'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing that Sean said that was interesting was a lot of these guys on this list are younger players. Yeah. You know, Sertan, certainly. Um, Sauce. Sauce. Jair's Diggs pretty is young. still pretty young. Jair is still pretty young. J.C. Horn, taken before. J.C. Horn is on that list? You weren't listening, huh? He was no, nine. No, it was really boring. He had him at nine. Yeah. What? Huh? Yeah, that's where they had him. I don't know. Sponsor, could you look up what J.C. Horn did last year? Nothing. Who <laughs> <laughs> cares? Ike's going to love this episode. <laughs> 13 games, 13 starts. 13? I thought there were 17 games. <laughs> three three interceptions. Uh, seven passes defensed. 53 total tackles. Two tackles for loss. One quarterback hit. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Boring. That's going to get Boring. <laughs> three picks. Perfect. That's what I wanted to know. How many picks yeah. did he have? Yeah. Okay, and he didn't play at all his first year, basically, right? Broke he his got, foot or something. Yeah, ankle. he got injured early on. He played three games. Okay. I like my corners to play football. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Pat plays that's football. True. Yeah, that's I true. Would. That's not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't care about these lists. He's like, hey, I care about all pros. That's the most important thing to him. But uh, I do think that these guys are all uber competitive. They don't drive for Uber. They make way too much to drive for Uber. Uh, they're Uber competitive. Lyft is not, Uber competitive, not, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, I would say that a guy like Pat probably, you know, you hear these guys, oh, team goals matter to me. I bet, I bet for <laughs> – That's how you said it. I bet Pat actually feels that way because he's been on good teams for so long. Like wants to win. Did he he won a state title right in high school? Yeah, he won everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he won everything. He won everything at Alabama. They won natties, and then you come here and you've been objectively not good for two years. He's yeah. probably like, I miss being good. Yeah, and so to him, let's be good. 
Let's do let's, the good. Let's let's do the good football. Yeah. And that you know he's won all these awards. An all pro is is great to him. He probably enjoys being top of the that list or whatever. If he were, but he wants to win. He wants to win. Yeah. This that's is a guy why he does it. These guys have never. We have some players on this team that have not won before, which becomes an issue in itself. But he's but, won. But he's won, and so to then not win, that's almost got to be more frustrating, right? Because you're like, I know what it's like to go to Alabama and win every single game and win natties and be on ESPN every week. And Would you say winners win? I would say that. What do losers do? Unfortunately, they lose. They lose. Players play. Players play, yeah. Swanson, what do coaches do? They coach. Yeah. It's true. It's, what they, it's just everybody it's has what a role. They do. Yeah, it's what everybody has yeah. a role. So. Uh, should we move on to Greg Dulcich a, a little bit here? Dulcich. Dulcich. Let's do it. Uh, Sean Payton was asked about his practice today. He said he had one of his better practices. Yeah. We don't really report what happens in practice unless Sean Payton brings it up. Well, right? he was asked about a specific play. So can we reference that play? I guess. Yeah, tell him. He was asked about a long Catch that Greg Dulcich yeah. had. It was nice. And it was good. <laughs> that's all I could say. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> and then that's what happened on Thursday. Yeah, all right. Time and for shout-outs. He, he said he had a nice practice, and he said that uh, he could be that joker type of player, that wild-card player for the Broncos, that he has the speed plus the skills. Physical? Yeah, skills. A lot of skills there. That uh, he said, there's some things that you're you see there, and you you get excited about it, Eric. And he talked about like the that Joker player in his offense previously. That's a Reggie Bush. That's an Alvin Kamara. Is Greg? He didn't want to. He got. didn't want to. He, <laughs> he said wanna, more names, but you don't remember him. Well, no. Then he started talking about tight ends that he's coached before. I think he said one more running back. Oh, did he? Yeah. What did he say? I don't know. But you know, he talked about other tight ends that he's coached. Was obviously, Sproles ever on that team? I think he's oh, coaching. I think he said, yeah, I think he said, he said Sproles. Then he talked about tight ends that he's coached. Yep, Shockey. Some of the great uh, Jason Witten he's coached. Um, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham he mentioned, yep. And he didn't want to say that Dulcich was uh, one of those guys yet, but he, I mean, that's all I, he was throwing out some praise. Yeah, which, and we don't, we haven't heard Sean talk a lot about individual guys. I think the last yeah. time he was asked about Greg Dulcich was back at uh, the NFL annual meeting, Phil, you and I were there. We were at a. Was that a breakfast? It was. A, or was, it, it? was um, it was breakfast. Yeah, it was breakfast. And he was asked about Greg Dulcich, and he said, "Listen, it's kind of hard to evaluate what some of these guys can do because yeah. of how what the what, film looked what like. The last film year. looked like. Su- he did say suggesting that. essentially that things were just so disjointed Off. that it's hard to get real evaluations. And now that he's been with Greg Dulcich, to call him that Joker type player." Um, one is high praise. I think it speaks to what we saw from Greg Dulcich. Like when I think back, good moments from last year, Chargers game. A lot of them had to do with Greg Dulcich. Oh yeah, Just yeah. Just in terms of, hey, this guy's a little bit different. He diff. He diff. Where like in Jerry Judy's diff, I would say he's diff. But the Broncos need guys that can be, can give you an advantage in a in a one on one matchup, and. Phil, this is what I've been – well, one, this is another example of him explaining football and teaching things that's yeah. really fascinating. Yeah. But this is what I've been waiting for in terms of, you know, we talk about Sean Payton from an accountability standpoint and discipline, and he knows how to win, and he's been there before. But this is his offensive mind at work. Yeah. Right? Like, we talked about, hey, what what advantage can Sean Payton, the offensive coordinator, have? Yeah. 
the play caller and for him to say, okay, well, we can, you know, we can put Greg Dulcich in a situation where he can win this matchup or it gives us a little bit of an edge. That to me is a really good sign. And we spent all last year, Phil, talking about, is this going to be Nathaniel Hackett's offense? Is it going to be Russell Wilson's offense? Is it going to be a mix between the two? One, I think it's clear that they're, this is the Sean Payton system, but it's not just, you know, I think we talked to people when he was hired. They said, listen, it's not going to be exactly what they did with Drew Brees, and I think this is a good example of he's taking the players they have and finding ways to help them be great and finding the vision, as he keeps saying, for different guys. And in this case, it's Greg Dulcich, but you can just imagine him doing this with Jerry Judy. Imagine him doing it when Javante Williams is able to go full speed. I mean, this sort of thing is exciting just in terms of the way he's going to be able to use guys. Yeah, just the way like he talks about it. You're yeah. like, oh, gosh, this guy recognizes that there's traits about Dulcich, his size, his speed. This is a mismatch. How do we accentuate that and make that a big part of our what we're trying to do here? Yeah. And he said that that's sort of what you do, like, in the season, is that you try to find these things and attack with it. Uh, well, in too many times last year, and I, I don't want to just bash the offense from last year, but there were questions of, like, okay, well, what formations should we be running Week to week, it was different. I don't think not. I don't think because of the game plan, just because they were trying to figure out what worked. Whereas it seems to me with Sean Payton, again, this vision, he's going to have a very good idea going into each week of, hey, if we if we're in uh, twenty two personnel and we then motion Dulcich out wide and he's got this corner on him, boom, we're good. Yeah, and that's obviously just a, a made up example there, but I think Let's he's got that, that mind of. How can we get Greg Dulcich in a position where even if it's five plays a game, he's going to have just a slight edge, and then you let the physical tools of Greg Dulcich take over? Or how yeah. can we get Jerry Judy in a spot where uh, five times a game the opposing defensive coordinator is holding their breath thinking, gosh, I hope this doesn't go for six. Or you've, you force the other team to burn a timeout because in the red zone they see Greg Dulcich is matched up with a slot corner and – that's game over, you know? Yeah. So those sorts of things, the fact that Sean Payton is starting, or not starting, but is, is sharing those Talking things about, about what it. he sees, uh, that is one of the more encouraging things, in my mind, of the entire offseason. Yeah, I mean, because we've talked about this a lot where you see other players around the league, like Travis Kelsey, like, gosh, he just, like, killed that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, how do they always find ways to get him the ball? And, like, that happened all the time in New Orleans, you know, and we – we talked about Dulcich maybe being that guy for the Broncos, you know, just a, a unique um, specimen, really a specimen. Wow. I was in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, listen, Greg is fast. He's got great hands, great hair. He has... Yeah, the flow is important. I mean, behind, right. and uh, we'll have to see how they use, like, a Cortland or a, a Marvin Mims or um, Tim Patrick or... But just kind of at a baseline level, I think you could argue that after Jerry Judy, Greg Dulcich could be the most unique weapon that they have. Most definitely. I mean, uh, he brings things to the table that make it hard for an opposing defense to cover it. Right. Whereas, like, other guys, like, when they come out, like, when Mainhearts is out there, you're like, you know what he's really good at. And, like, it's the, that's what they're going to try to do with him. Making the other Manhearts. Manhearts. Yeah. That's nice. Swanson? Great. Yep. So um, just just encouraging. I'm excited to see what it looks like. I, I do think yeah. 
you're slowly we don't know exactly what this is going to be um I still don't think we know entirely you might not know until week one I, I could imagine even though they're going to play in the preseason some very vanilla approaches yeah. but you're getting some signs that would suggest and listen Sean's history has suggested he'll do this yeah but um encouraging to see it in, in practice we just got to make sure that those hammies are nice yes he's in in shape you know knock on wood again again you want those to be nice he said that he's never really had a hamstring problem until last year yep so you you know hopefully that's not like a thing with him Knock on wood again. Knock on wood again. Yep, knock on wood. I do think that, you know, if what if you're like a defender and you're in trail coverage and that hair is back there? You know what I mean? And then it like kind of gets lost in your face mask. You're like, what what is happening? Boom. Yeah. I mean, that's an advantage. You technically can tackle people by the hair and it's not that's a true. penalty. That's true. It's like part of the jersey, I believe. It's kind of rude, but yeah. You can do it. I think somebody, I can't remember who it was. Once upon a time, he got ripped down by Marshawn their, Lynch. Was it? Was it him? I think so. Part of, and then he picked up the piece of his hair. I think he got tackled, and then he picked up the oh, piece of hair. Highlight reels dedicated. Was to it? This. Al YouTube is a crazy place. Harris was he a, like a DB for the Packers? Does that sound familiar? Maybe. I, I feel like he might have had long hair and like had an interception and got tackled. Oh, like and he that. got tackled. With it. Yeah, yeah. That, I could have made that whole thing. up. No, I think that that. I think that checks out in my head, to, at least. Perfect. So that's probably that's a good sign. That's, yeah, I'm less <laughs> that's certain really now. Sertan? Okay. Uh, anything else you'd like to talk about? No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm excited to see Greg and, um, in terms of guys with potential to take a big step forward this year. He's got to yeah. be near the top of the list. Yeah. I mean, uh, last year was a difficult rookie year for him. Had the couple of bright moments that we talked about there during his rookie season, but... You did think, okay, they took him early in the draft. Uh, let's see what he can eventually become. And uh, if you use him the right way, he could just take off. He could just soar. Could just, oh, like an eagle or something? Yeah. 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 Maybe like his hair could flap or something. Ooh, he's not bald. Like bald eagle. Soar, <laughs> no, opposite I mean? of that. Yeah, yeah. The opposite. Yeah, very yeah. much the opposite. Yeah. Okay, well, is it time for shout-outs, Eric? I think so. Okay, anything, uh, anyone you'd like to shout-out? Well, we, um, we've we talked a lot about the Denver Nuggets, Phil. Yeah. Shout-out to them as they uh, – some people will listen to this before they play, but some people Game might – Game one is tonight. Some people might listen to it after. Those are the two options. Or you can listen to it during. Game one uh, always gives gives me like I'm a little anxious before game one. Of course. You, know? you want to see, okay, what are the matchups like? How does this thing, you talk about it a lot. Who's going to be there? How is it going to look? Who's sitting courtside? Who's Where's wearing Justin hats? Simmons? How much are those tickets? You know. Yeah. Did the Peyton Manning hype video work? Yeah. <laughs> you just wonder all those things. Um, if if the Nuggets this went around on Twitter, Phil, if the Nuggets win the title, where does it oh. rank among Denver sports championships? I think one thing that people – well, look, I don't – first of all, we must say, let's not get ahead of ourselves with winning and talking about that. Okay, well, most so people in the city scary. have already declared – like, they've scheduled like, oh, the parade. That's, okay. that's, I don't uh, like They've scheduled the parade. Like doing that. Uh, so I'm not trying to get ahead of anything. But uh, I do think that people need to realize there's, like, a healthy basketball tradition with the Nuggets here. They've had a lot of really good players over the years, some really good teams – but, like, in the late 90s, like, early 2000s, you certainly through the Carmelo times, like, superstars didn't want to play in Denver. And, like, like they were, there's this notion that, like, Denver's never going to be, like, that kind of place. 
So for this to all sort of come together the way that it has, it it is sort of special. It's sort of a magical. It's magical. Yeah, it is magical. You know, and so you're not. And like, um, are you going to answer that, that question? I know that there's a lot of uh, there's like a lot of like talk about like the Nuggets using this sort of chip on their shoulder, like they don't get enough yeah, respect they there. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit. I don't think that you could necessarily play that card against the Heat. No, you know that Sorry. worked against the Lakers, and that you know if the Nuggets use that to their advantage, that was good. That was a nice card to use. I don't think you can really play that against the Heat. And it, it's certainly harder now that everybody's picking the Nuggets to win. So you can't really do that either. So um, where was I going with yeah, that? That's I a don't good question. know. I just, <laughs> so oh, 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 oh uh, just talking about like, whoa is us and like that that sort of a thing. Where uh, would this championship rank? I'm among, into that. I'm just like, trying to get into it then. You know, it's a nice little, has to end sometime. I think that it would be right right after Super Bowl 32, I think is where okay. I would put it. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm not as um, steeped in the the history and the tradition of Denver sports. I I obviously have an understanding of Broncos history, but um, I don't like the the first Avs title, for example. I don't have a good sense of like how. That's much the first championship that was in the city. Yeah, uh, and there was sort of at that time there was like a little bit of a thought that like oh that pushed the the Broncos too because. For so long, the Broncos were like knocking on that door, knocking on the door to bring the first championship to Denver. They were like, now and we And then the win. Avs just show up and win it, you know? And so that was like another yeah. part of it, too. I do think even, even though the Nuggets fever has taken over the town and there are uh, shirt stands at your local convenience store or gas station, mm-hmm. um, I felt more energy last year with the Avs. Oh really? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think so. I do. I sort of disagree. I guess. Um, the part of me is like, part of me is like, you have to have some hurt to make it extra special, and there's a lot of hurt that's gone on with the Nuggets. The Avs have like just always been really good. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And like they like shut up, won a Stanley Cup in '96. A few years later, 2001, win a championship. Now that one was special with Bork, you know, and it was just like a. a um, there was hurt there because the year before they almost almost did it. Then the next year they win it with him. That was special. But the Nuggets have just had so much difficulty, never beaten the Lakers, you know, then they finally get over that hump. Now they're in the finals for the first time. I do think that uh, there's something special about that. Yeah, of course it's special. It I would probably put it third behind the Avs. Which Avs championship? The first one. The first one. Yeah, just first. This city's first championship. So I you think would it's say nice. thirty-two is one. Yeah, of course. Then two is uh, Avs. Avs in ninety-six, yeah. and then if the Nuggets are able to. Yeah, and then the Heat. Oh no, no, no. The Nuggets. Yeah, of course. Last. Where podcast, would a, where would a Heat victory rank in terms of Miami championships? I don't know. What would you think? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not very high. Oh. Well, I guess if you were an eight seed that were in the playing game, it probably would be among the more satisfying titles, probably. They're the second eight seed to ever make the finals. There's something special about that. Dallas? New York Knicks. Oh. Yeah. New York Knicks. Of course, they lost to the Spurs in five. Of course. Of course. Will history repeat itself? Dun, dun, dun. No, I mean, good luck to the Nuggets. I think. Oh, thank you. Should, uh, thank you. Should I be do, fun. Even though your personal friend, Eric Spolstra, 
That's yeah, true. Even friend. despite that, being from South you hang Florida, out with Jimmy all the time, right? Yeah, and I drink yeah. coffee. I mean, you could argue that uh, if you're a Broncos fan and a Demarius Thomas fan, you should root for Jimmy Butler. I don't think so. Sorry, that's how I'm going to view it. That's not how I view it. I just don't. No, I'm just. I think the Nuggets will have a nice little series here. We'll have to see. We'll yeah. Have to see. I just told you that you get anxious for before the first game. How are you feeling, Swanson? I feel pretty good. Uh, like immediately after it's game seven, <laughs> immediately after nice. game seven of uh, of Heat Celtics, I was feeling great. You were feeling really good then. Yeah, uh, I was like, Jokic is going to average like seventy points and forty yeah. rebounds. I will say, I, this week I did have. This is true. I had a dream <laughs> that the Nuggets won a game. I I don't know if it was game one or not, but they won a game this series by one hundred points. <laughs> I'll say I'll grounded uh, in reality. A dream. <laughs> yeah. a dream. And I remember being confused. I'm often confused, but then I, <laughs> I like I woke up and I was like, "How did they win by 100?" Then I was like, "Oh, it was a dream." I've uh, I guess we'll tempered see my uh, my expectations a little bit, just reading more the about the uh, Miami's the heat got a lot of good players and their depth. Uh, good team. So Jimmy, and obviously, sometimes squad. you're just hot and. Sometimes you're, you're hot, you're hot. Yeah. So by the time we record, is this an every other day or do they take like six games, six days off between three, games? Three, three, I think here and there. And two then. days off between and then there's one where it's one day between. I think, so yeah. Today it's is a little bit Thursday. of a mixed day. There's probably yeah. one Saturday. I think it's Sunday. I think it's Sunday. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll probably have like, what, three games by the time we do another podcast or four? I, I'm, I think they'll have three in. Okay. And then we'll record again. So you think that I guess I'll be up three zero? I don't want to. I don't want to say something like that. <laughs> I don't want to. We'll have to see. Yeah, we game will. three is next we'll Wednesday. Any other shout outs? Well, shout out Liz, Liz Gerald, of yeah. course. Yeah. For some nice stuff. Good community going on in the community. Did a nice. Uh, we had a nice Broncos honors ceremony. Adam Newman, hi. Huh? He's yeah. your Broncos MVP. MVP. Operations guru. That's right. Had a nice little. Uh, had a good season. Celebration for some Broncos employees, recognition yeah. of their service. It's a nice little deal. Yeah. We got I, best podcast, I think. I, that was kind that of one? one of those offstage <laughs> awards where, like, they don't announce it on the telecast, but. Oh, oh, this like, was. The AP uh, doesn't yeah, tweet. Yeah, They're like, best yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's probably true. What do you think Sydney thinks about that? You know, you got to be motivated for next year. Oh, God. Now she's coming back with a chip on her shoulder. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's hard to beat this. You know, yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, the YouTube chemistry, the YouTube comments, they love, they love it. All right, well, maybe it's time to say goodbye. I think it might be. We got to get Definitely. home and watch the game, turn it on. We got more work excited. to do. Excited, yeah. Maybe somebody's listening to this as they're driving home and they're maybe. getting ready. So, see how fast we're getting ready for the excitement. NBA game. Time to listen to some football talk. Yep, like, yep. <laughs> it makes sense in my head. I don't know. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, by the time we record another one, we'll be getting ready for game four. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for Ben Swanson and Eric Dalala, I am Phil Milani. You've been listening to The, the Neutral, Neutral Zone. Zone.